0: You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Moving to greener pastures, uh, Oya is a uh, energy conglomerate that uh, announced a project that's gone through and we're looking at this project. Oya Energy uh, put together a brilliant hybrid uh, project that looks to uh, alleviate the problems or the concerns that we're having around our energy supply and possibly rejig this whole just energy transition by introducing something groundbreaking. I'm joined on the line by uh, Oya's ca- uh, CEO, that's Ashwin Harris, to take a look at this. Good evening, and thanks so much for taking the time. Um, obviously, this is a landmark greenfield kind of setup. Do you want to tell us a bit more about the projects, how you guys put it together, what the components are, and all the various stakeholders that came together for this?
1: Thank you, Jimmy, and uh, good evening to you and your listeners. Uh, Oya, uh, we are delighted to be able to take Oya from through its development, financial close to start of construction. Now, Oya, why uh, we are so excited about this project? It's one of the largest hybrid renewable dispatchable projects globally. And what does this mean? So, it's got 155 megawatts of solar, about 300 hectares, 300 hectares of solar PV. But and about 86.4 megawatts of wind and about 242 megawatt hours of battery. Now, what does this mean is that when the sun shines, you get solar, when the wind blows, you get wind. Combining these assets together allows you to deliver 128 megawatts of power whenever the country needs it. So it's dispatchable power, it's flexible generation, it allows us to meet the needs of our country when needed by our country
0: that's quite remarkable especially given that we are uh, such a unique uh, location and destination uh, within the global ecosystem i mean wind and solar are prime uh, area or prime things or prime resources we have in south africa that we can leverage off of a uh, show let's look at the fact that uh, in addition to the f- the project reaching its financial close, which is a key milestone and very important for its development. You also have, uh, you signed rather last year, the uh, a 20 year power purchase agreement with ESCOM um, in line with obviously the um, procurement program that they've been running here. How significant is that going to be? And what uh, can you do from that agreement's perspective to alleviate the obvious uh, problems that we're experiencing as a country?
1: To me, as NG, uh, today we, in operation, we alleviate one over 1.5 stages of load shedding. Right? What Oya does is add to that capacity. So together with our partners, we are able to deliver an additional 128 megawatts of, of energy. So that means that's 180,000 homes that will be re- reduced from experiencing low shedding over the next 20 years. So this, so, so like you've mentioned, we've signed a power purchase agreement with ESCOM to deliver this power over the next 20 years and thereafter, based on the the state of the assets to continue to a further duration.
0: Sure, when you mentioned you can deliver to the country when the country needs it and you are almost certain around uh, the megawatts around that and how the system is built and all of that. Can we replicate this, the the setup, the structure, the uniqueness of what you guys have built? Is it easily replicable and more so than that, uh, at what cost? Because obviously reaching a financial close is such an important part and um, these things don't come uh, at a very affordable rate at the moment.
1: And and Jimmy, this is why we are so excited. About oh yeah this is why I mean because it's 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 one of the first of its kind of integrating solar wind and battery in a single project and what that means is that it becomes a project that as that for NG and for others becomes scalable replicable across across South Africa across various other geographies but as you mentioned earlier Jimmy based on South Africa being being well endowed with both solar and wind resources, combining solar, combining wind, and combining batteries allows us now to start producing more dispatchable power, more flexible generation power that traditionally was more fossil fuel related.
0: Sure. And you mentioned um, alleviating one and a half stages of load shedding, but let's measure the impact that this project is going to have um, on South African lives. I mean, uh, how many homes are we talking about here that can that can achieve clean power from a project like this?
1: So so, Jimmy, just to clarify the one and a half stages of load shedding is the NG group in South Africa. Mm. Or yes, specifically, it's 180,000 homes that we will power, that we are able to power from a dispatchable solar, wind, and battery hybrid plant.
0: That is insane. That is That is something that, again we have been looking for in the Just Energy Transition plans, we've been looking for in independent power producers, and a lot of guys have come up to say uh, we want to get this these projects off the ground, but it's always about the agreements, it's always about um, making sure that you've got uh, those agreements with the likes of ESCOM, and you guys have done that. Um, so exceptional work from that perspective. Uh, Sherwin, what about the carbon footprint? Uh, ESG is such a big focal point at this point, we're talking about things like Just Energy Transitions and all of that, um, but Another question obviously comes up is uh, the CO2 emissions uh, of running these sorts of infrastructures. Obviously, cleaner energy means uh, reduced carbon emissions, but just how reduced are we talking here?
1: Jimmy, Oya, as a pure renewable energy dispatchable facility, has zero emissions, yet provides energy on demand and at a predictable and lower tariff than fossil fuel-powered alternatives such as gas or diesel. So Oya will reduce CO2 emissions by approximately 334,000 tons annually. So this is equivalent to over 72,000 cars on the road annually, Jimmy.
0: (laughs) Sherwin, you mentioned something around the scalability, saying you can scale the project up and um, provide whatever's needed and build on and all of that, right? I, I want to go the other way. Can we scale down? Can we replicate this kind of model into something like microgridding? gridding? Um, I know I've been having a couple of conversations with other industry players that think microgridding could potentially be another solution. Is this something that is applicable in that light?
1: Most definitely, Jimmy. So, these large scale utility projects make sense on a project finance PPA basis, right, but when you start looking at microgrids, flexible generation, uh, decentralized generation, so you have so so in South Africa, we have large power plants and that 's more central generation. If you take it back to where, where areas that you do not, for example, may not have a grid to put up a small solar facility where you've got good solar resource, and if you've got good wind resource to be able to combine that solar wind and add a battery, that microgrid becomes a solution that is feasible and to be able to provide power in, for, in a more dispatchable, more decentralized operation.
0: Look at South Africans solving South African problems. This is lovely. Thanks so much, Shoran. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, that was Shoran Harris, a CEO of Oya, sharing with us the latest uh, completion of Oya's uh, financial close on their hybrid energy project and what that hybrid energy project looks like and what it'll be able to do.
1: You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m.,